Hi homies, I'm Ale. You're listening to Three Homegirls No Gun, where we explain all points of views on gun violence prevention. Have a great time listening. Hi, my name is Juliet Matamoros. My pronouns are she, her, hers, and I'm in 10th grade. Hi everyone, I am Genevieve Soto. My pronouns are she, her, and hers, and I am in the 11th grade. Hi everyone, my name is Ale. My pronouns are they, them, and I am in the 11th grade. So, hey everyone. Um, it's been a, a pretty crazy, hectic week or month, whatever you want to call it. Um, we're going to start off our podcast talking about the capital attack, something that was really impacting and hectic. So as we may know, there was a riot and a violent attack against our U.S. United States Congress and our capital. So it took place on January 6, 2021. And um, it caused a lot of injuries. Many people resulted dead. So five people died while dozens were injured. And five people died due to the events at the Capitol that day. So including a police officer actually got hit in the head with a fire fire extinguisher. And a woman was trampled to death, which is very, very bad. So what caused um, this riot or this violent attack was the opposition of to the results of the 2020 election. So many of Trump's supporters were, they thought that um, we were doing voting fraud and that Biden was not our president or soon to be president. And yeah, so what do you guys think on the situation? I remember watching it and I was like, what is going on? <laughs> I thought it was like a movie. I was like, wait, yeah, I think is we were actually happening? Yeah, we, we were in class. class. Yeah. We were in class and I just saw like a, my phone was blowing up with like news sites telling me that there was a capital attack and I was like, what's going on? And I just saw it. I turned on the TV and it was just like every channel I would turn into was about the capital attack. I was just like, this is crazy. Like it felt like we were going into war. Like I was scared. I was actually scared. Yeah, I was like, like half asleep. I was like, yo, this is too much to take in. Like considering the fact that like Trump is in denial of his like impeachment. And then you have all this going on. Yeah, I was like, uh, what is going on? Yeah, so when we were doing some research. Um, I, I didn't even actually know this occurred, like how many people in, were resulted injured or that that many people died. And it was really scary, you know, our people that were protecting us, our, the police, everyone was in danger. Like they don't, they didn't know if they were going to end up dead like the others. So I definitely feel like it was something that was really impacting. Definitely it's going to be turned into history well, for those in time. But yeah, I think it was a really, really hectic time during like this month you know elections we're trying to figure out like well we already knew our president was gonna be biden because you know we were pretty sure about what was going on i'm pretty sure we did not do fraud we were not doing there was no voter fraud committed there's no way there is voter fraud i mean he like even encouraged people at the end to like vote through mail so i don't know what the contradiction is with that Mm -hmm. and he like he kind of fueled on his crowd you know he was like you guys are gonna go like march to the capital and then he was like peacefully but i know he didn't imply that because he knew that like those type of events yeah never peaceful that who it's like oh yeah guys let's go right at at the capital but let's make sure it's peaceful no yeah it was and i feel like what was most scary was the fact that like these people were fighting for our country once. Most of them were veterans, like retired veterans that were just like 
you know they once fought for our country and they were over here like fighting our own police officers like it was just really scary like as we had um in our last episode we had um congressman jimmy gomez talk about his view or his aspect of him being in the capitol and you can see off of his voice that he even said it was something really impact impacting and just something that was really hectic and scary off of his end yeah and then because one of my moms is a veteran and that whole day she was like this is so disrespectful you don't do this to the capitol yeah i don't care who you are you don't do this they had their foot up on Nancy Pelosi's desk. They were taking away podiums. And I was like, for what? What are you trying to prove? Yeah. Your, your president that you so say is up there. Like, he's not worried. He wasn't even, like, trying to do anything to stop it, which was, like, what? Like, you're 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 in the hands of the world right now. Like, your, your hands, I mean, are in the world right now. Like, yeah, other countries were looking at us. I mean, like, mm. Imagine being them. It's like fool. What? Yeah. What and gonna happen? Was what was so embarrassing. It is. I can. Yeah. I think what, like what was most sad was the fact that the people that were charged were actually let free. Some of them were be were able to get um bonds and were let free. And I feel like that's just disrespectful and really like um criminalizing against uh, like other people. Like now imagine like people that were sentenced to life for something that they didn't do yeah. and it's, yeah like it's just so sad i'm just like i was i had to do a research for my history class and we were doing researches on um who was like charged for what during the capital attack and there's like many people charged for um committing crime and just simply um crossing by the, the into the into the capital and it was scary it was just scary because you you read about these things and you find out that these people were let free like if they didn't do anything like it's like i'm paying just to be let free for something that's should you shouldn't pay for you know like people were stealing stuff from the capital like come on my immediate question is like how did they even get through the security to even step foot in front of the capital let alone the security for the Capitol didn't apply pressure to any of them compared to the Black Lives Matter movements when we're just trying to make a peaceful statement about like basic human rights. Like, man, keep up, please. Yeah, there's videos of uh, police officers taking pictures with the people in the Capitol. To me, that was appalling. I was like, no. One man even Don't helped like the old lady down the stairs, I and I was that. like, "Oh my gosh, they're like, le- they're legitimately walking hand in hand, and that's like, they're actually really, yeah. yeah." And then all that was encouraged, mm-hmm. not what even just mad. by Trump. Yeah, what makes me mad is that if those were Black Lives Matter protesters or any people of color, they wouldn't be helping them. They'd be like trampling and pushing them down the stairs. Exactly. That, yeah. They wouldn't have even made it into the Capitol. They would have been shot with rubber bullets before they even made it in. Exactly. And what happens with these? They just have their shields up. Okay. Where is the same treatment? And they even someone it was said that some some of the um, rioters were actually planting b- bombs into yeah, like the capital like, yeah exactly how did they even allow that like come on like since the beginning that they saw that amount of people going into the capital they could have done something to stop it to like you know like stop all of the 
ups and all of that and they didn't do anything they just let them get right in they didn't get no forces like they did with the black lives matter movement they were they didn't have no rubber bullets you see like a police officer was he ended up dead and now imagine like in the black lives matter there was many people injured and there were people of color and in this case no one was injured that was white yeah they were helped down the stairs and held by hand what gets me like really heated is the fact that when people protested for black lives matter or like kids in cages or anything like that we're called barbaric but if they literally commit a terror a domestic terrorist attack and they literally raided the capital they didn't even just protest outside they raided it mm-hmm. they're called patriots they're called patriots by the media did that that made me so mad what did, what the black lives matter protesters do they raided a target okay a huge corporation that has money and that's taken money from small businesses as well but then and but yeah then their shells rubber bullets and mace and everything but then you have people actually going into a monumental building a building that literally them like is a demonstration of our democracy and how our country runs but it's okay we can pardon them walk them down the stairs take a picture with them they're patriots Mm-mm, that does not say right and then like a lot of the protesters they're like oh blue lives matter blue lives matter but once that police was like batted with the extinguisher on the head did that statement like did they really mean it did it really matter exactly like you're going to be yelling you're going to be preaching blue lives matter but when it comes down to it and you're the one protesting it's out the window if you're going to preach it practice what you preach period ale go off yeah they were just um throwing themselves at the hole they didn't even make sense for what they were trying to say or go for mm-hmm. and it was just uh, it was just crazy it was just a really hectic moment that like, we were yeah. all attacked by because even though we were not there we still felt really scared and you know we're like what well, if they're letting this happen like what else can they let happen and like the main thing i notice about like that particular group of people is that they love to contradict themselves and yeah. they throw out like invalid statements out there and i'm like dude you can't even back up what you're saying you can't even make your claim stronger than like it's just idiotic to me mm-hmm. it's like just an oxymoron move basically yeah exactly and then what scared, what scared me the most when i went after is that people were going there with the intention of killing congress people of congress to me i was like oh my god yeah i they were not messing and they're like uh uh-uh. uh like what yeah it was scary cuz how i told you guys that i was um doing research for my history class and obviously upon the topic um they were saying that like once they attacked like once they were in the the actual capital um they were screaming out Nancy's name like if they were like trying to murder her i was just like yeah and Pence's name too yeah it was just oh my god that's that's just imagine feeling attacked like that like now how does Nancy even feel or Pence how do they feel like do they even want to step a foot in there like and i saw actually recently they um they set up some gated Yeah, they just put some like some gates outside the capital to stop people from coming in, but you're telling me that those gates are going to keep people from ke- coming inside? Mhm. No way. An observation that like really like 
kind of strike me was that um trump gave like a half like a bad apology but it was after all like all the chaotic things happened like was he waiting for it to die down so like they could do what they had to do it was after biden called him out that's when he did it i remember i was watching biden's speech live and he was like i'm calling trump out now like say something about what's going on and it was like 30 minutes later when trump actually spoke and it literally wasn't in front of the white house and it was like well go home guys this isn't the right way. like no you he should yeah he could have said something with more power or like be like you need guys need to stop doing this like we should be protecting our country not and harming it like come on he was like saying it with like oh my god like come on guys like as if like he was he he actually wanted that to occur like he was like he felt bad that like you know like he was he had to tell his people to leave like come on like what do you mean why why should you feel bad about that yeah like and he- it wasn't like it wasn't sincere he went on twitter on twitter again yeah i'm glad they took it was off. banned right yeah, he was banned off of, like everything, everything, everything. But what made me mad is that he's over here calling Black Lives Matter protesters thugs, and that when the looting starts, the shooting starts. Where was that same energy? I would like to see that. Why are they not called thugs? They're in the capital, sir. That statement isn't even true. Like the looting starts, the shooting starts. Because you know what's funny. LAPD and a lot of other police forces when the Black Lives Matter protests, they set up the looting. They literally broke into businesses so that people could like enter and they just like literally set us up. Like, how are you going to expect us to believe that? Exactly. Like, you make no sense. Yeah, it sucks. But would you like to lead us into our new topic or our next topic, Julie? So we're really happy. We're actually so happy. It was a big weight off our shoulders. The inauguration, um, we have a new president now. Hopefully he passes more laws because he basically just reversed all the um, all the contracts that Trump signed. So we're kind of back at square one, but the fighting still continues. We're just like really happy to announce that. What do you guys think? Yeah, definitely. I feel it feels like, you know, how you said we got to wait off our back. We we starting from I mean, at one point you could say that's bad that we're starting from the bottom. But I feel like it's a new start. You know, you feel clean. You feel like you have you feel like you have faith and you know that there will be change. Well, we hope so. So I feel I feel pretty good about this. Me too. I have I have a lot of hope for this for Biden because I know like even on inauguration day, it was like, yeah, was like, let's go, like, period. Thank God. Yeah, but yeah, and I mean, how you said, we can we can have hope. And yeah, every every president's not going to be perfect. We, us people in general, we're not going to be perfect. We don't, since we're going to make mistakes, but we do have hope. Well, us, yeah, we have hope for, for Biden. Hopefully he makes some change for all the injustices that we've been going through. Mm-hmm. One that he's made so far that's really struck out to me, he's allowed transgender people back into the military. So I'm like, thank God. Thank you. 
I just like I don't get why that was like necessary for Trump to do. Like, what did he even gain from that? Mm-hmm. And then with Kamala, with Joe Biden or President Joe Biden, Vice President Kamala Harris back in office, they're actually the strongest administration on gun violence prevention so far. So. I was doing a little bit of research and they're gonna hold gun manufacturers accountable. They're gonna ban the manufacturing sales of assault weapons and highly capacitive magazines, regulate possessions of existing assault weapons under the National Firearms Act. I'm so excited. And they're gonna require background checks for all gun sales, guys. That's a huge step. Yeah, that's a huge step. And I mean, going that's literally going back to our our um last our latest podcast with Jimmy Gomez. That's something he was fighting he was fighting for. And I feel like it, it must have made him really proud, of course, getting that through. And I just in general ever getting everyone through because um gun violence is something that is really serious and some people don't really take into consideration. So I think it's really amazing how we got that through. Yeah, me too. I know a lot of people like Congressman Gomez are just really pushing and gunning for those background checks and for the ban on ghost guns. I'm so I'm so excited for what's gonna come with gun violence prevention legislation. And especially like considering our current situation, there's been a lot of homicides and like even near us, like I've seen a lot of deaths right now just because like you know people are people are kind of desperate at these times and you don't know what's like running through others heads and like you don't even know what to think yourself so i think that's like that's super important yeah i agree with that yeah mostly during this whole time of the pandemic and everything like a lot of people lost their jobs homes like imagine how devastated they must feel like wanting to take their lives and stuff so i i think it's really important getting those things through no yeah definitely so what do you guys think about the bernie memes well i mean we kind of hopped on the way we made one <laughs> but i thought they're hilarious i was like one of them it was like the cobija i started dying i was like oh my god yes, nice. and check our, our our posts on instagram we have we made a little meme yes at three home girls no gun everybody was like way more focused on bernie than like the actual like inauguration yeah i think even his response to why he wore that was incredible because he was like you know what the united states people are expecting two thousand dollars as a stimulus check and we're like pretty much that we're over here like in our fancy suits and everything (laughs) like i'm not gonna do that yeah he was so humble he's like yeah that's not me i'm gonna dress how i want to dress but um, overall, the environment, when I watched the inauguration, it was really early. It was like, I think, 8.30. Yeah. I was, yeah, I was tutoring at that time, and I was just like, I'm like half asleep. But overall, the environment looked um, pretty good. I mean, everyone was wearing their masks. Everyone was being respectful and everything and, you know, clapping for our, our new president and our new vice president as well. And yeah, I think it was an amazing environment. It was like overall like a sudden like tension just like fell like it just like fell off our shoulders like that morning like I took a really deep breath and I was like like one less thing that I have to worry about one less thing that I have to like keep in the back of my mind you know because um as you guys know like Trump carried a lot of encouraged and justified racism with his term and me as a Chicana and um, 
the United States, like I have to worry about my people and then I have to worry about family members as well. Yeah, I completely agree. And also adding on to the environment, um, we had, yeah, it was two um, female um, performers, that singers, and Lady Gaga and Jennifer Lopez. I was like, yes, I was like, yes, women rock. I was tuned into like a remix. I was like, she yeah. was like, mm, I'm putting my Spanish here. <laughs> yeah, I loved. I was like, that's amazing. When she when she spoke Spanish, I think she said Viva los Latinos. I think so, right? Um, yeah, she said something like that. But don't 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 quote me. But I was just like, yeah, all of our like my family, like my Latin American family, was like, yes, yes, vote for us. You know, us Latinos' lives. You know, we're good. <laughs> my family was so happy. But yeah, still Jenny from the blog. <laughs> and then even Lady Gaga, I was, her singing, I was like, oh man, it was so good. I was like, okay, okay, go off. Can we just like take a moment to appreciate Michelle Obama's outfit? Oh my gosh. The monochrome. I loved all the monochrome and the outfits we saw on the ladies. I was like, immaculate, immaculate. And then coming up on the list, the po the poet Amanda Gorman, one of the best poem I've ever heard, by far. Yeah, I think like I shed a tear. I was like, yes. I was like, power to us. Yeah, she. It was a really um, empowering speech. Like, and she knew what she was like was was trying to get out of that speech like she felt so she had a really strong tone you know she was committed like she it was just an overall really good I was just like it made my day I was like yes girls we go it was like the extra oomph to like the whole inauguration because she like she poured her heart and soul out exactly and like I want to give her a huge thanks because like she spoke like on behalf of us, you know, yeah. she spoke on the obstacles that like we faced during these four years and like all the relief we had that day. It's amazing. One one line that I want to bring up is we've braved the belly of the beast. We've learned that quiet isn't always peace and the norms and notions of what just is isn't always just this. To me, that those lines stuck up to me the most i remember hearing those and i was like oh my god yes yeah. i just put everything into perfect words exactly it like sums up everything together you know i was like that's definitely going on the books i was like yes and then the fact that she is from los angeles i was like okay girl like i see you yeah and, and she was uh, the first um the youngest um I think poet to be in inauguration so i was like yes you girl girl one thing that like i really wanted to bring up like one thing that biden signed that needed to be signed as soon as possible was the green new deal because climate change is surreal right now yes and then we joined we, we joined the paris climate accord when he signed off on it i was like oh my god Thank God. Yeah. Thank God, Going, Thank God yeah, we're back in it. A crisis right now. And he also, one thing that well, I wanted to point out from his inaugurational speech was he stated um, that, you, like, he said something about unity. That, that should be, like, that's what he's, like, really worried about right now. Like, he wants us to be united. And I feel like that's something really important because he was not just mainly speaking upon money or anything like that. He was just saying, like, we need to get united, you know, 
and put ourselves together. I feel like that's something really important because right now a lot of people are divided. Like we feel um, lonely. We don't feel like we're anything because of how the situation is with the pandemic. Some of how I said earlier, some of us lost our our jobs. Some of us lost family, our homes. Like, and I feel like to hear that from a president is just like wow. You know, like you know he actually cares about us. He cares that we should feel together. Like we're part of this country. Yeah, man. Exactly. And then um, like all the congressmen and women that were so happy that day. Oh my gosh, like you could see the relief on their faces too. It's like not only not only about citizens, but it's just like as a whole, you know, because there's a lot of barriers to break. I will give you that. But oh my gosh, I was watching AOC's live last night. She was going off and she even told her story about the capital attack and like it brought me to tears because she was in tears and like that's my queen and I was like oh my gosh like that is like it's just chaotic it's just been like weeks of havoc yeah i know we settled for biden and he wasn't the nomination that we wanted but the fact that through him there is a lot of unity unity to be found i was like okay like this was the right call this is what was needed yeah so what do you guys think about um president trump not attending the inauguration that's the first time in over 150 years a president does not attend the inauguration exactly like now imagine like how i think his family attended right nobody no no nobody nobody did not honestly i think it was like for the best that trump didn't go to the inauguration because like I get it, like, that was such a petty thing to do, but, like, on the flip side, he also, like, implied that his exit, like, from his term wasn't going to be peaceful, so imagine what he, like, would have brought upon that inauguration. And, like, I think that was, like, beautiful, like, the way it went. Yeah, it was really peaceful, you know, how everything, everyone everyone was just, you know, peaceful, I said. So, yeah, how you said having him come in, we we don't know what could have occurred as we just saw like a week ago his 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 followers were attacking the Capitol. So what were, what were we going to expect? So, yeah, I agree. Yeah. It, it was better off not having him go. Yeah, I remember I was really stressed out that day because I was like, oh, I hope everything goes planned. I hope everything goes safe. And a lot of Congress people, they didn't bring their kids be- or or some of them didn't even bring their significant other because they didn't know what's going to happen that day. And they didn't know if it was going to be safe or not. So in a way, Trump not going, like you guys said, was like the biggest blessing out of all of them. Yeah, I actually saw from the crowd, it was pretty small. Like I noticed that there was not a lot of people. And I mean, I don't think many people were invited because obviously because of COVID. But um, how you said, like, the, um, many congressmen or like people in office were not inviting their families and stuff because of how they felt and that's scary just to think about that like now imagine you like you're putting yourself in danger like you don't know what's gonna happen to you so imagine not being able to bring your your child or your significant other because of how you feel about the situation like that's definitely really scary and really Im- impacting and then like the tension in the air the day before like my mom was like psyching us out she was like we have to prepare like what if something happens and like i was just like really hopeful that day like night like alyssa like it might not have been our first option but like we're honestly priority because the youth is the future 
and like I'm so glad that nothing happened that day because it just like it would have been like a spiral of things and honestly the whole process was like really it was dragging like it was just dragging on honestly I'm really excited to see how our generation is gonna do on politics because we grown up in this environment like we we've seen the extremism from both sides and to me it's like oh like I really want to see how this impacts future politicians and like future con- people of Congress and the Senate. Yeah, like future allies. She's gonna become president. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then, like just like considering that it's like sad to say we've grown up so fast, but it's also a good thing because we have some really good ideas that we have to bring to the table. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, like what we're doing in the podcast right now. <laughs> Yeah, I agree. We've us is like this generation, the Gen Z, you can say, right? Yeah. Yeah, I think we're Gen Z. Yeah, like we've we've experienced different things from compared to other generations. We know what's going on with the world, so we know for future purposes what we want to do for for our country. Yeah, our I know our age group has experienced so much, but thank you so much for listening, everyone. This was Three Homegirls No Gun. You can find us on Apple, Spotify, and Google Podcasts. And make sure to follow us at 3 Homegirls No Gun on Instagram to make to keep up with all of our episodes all in, and all of our interactions. So thank you, everyone. Thank you for listening. Have a great day.